Hey everyone and welcome back to the Class 1A podcast as we continue our hype build up for Season 6 of the anime coming out in just a short few weeks. Today we are going to be going over 5 big questions that anime only fans are looking forward to for Season 6. Last week we kind of did a big moment that manga fans are excited to see, but now we're doing it on the flip side of for someone that watches only anime and wants no spoilers, based off of kind of Season 5 and the previous seasons, what are the big questions that we still want and need to get answered i'll be your host as always andrew nimsgern and alongside me i'll have dylan beal to kind of break down these couple of questions we have and talk through everything dylan how you doing and are you a lot hyper for season six how are we doing we got a couple of weeks ago still but it's building i'm unimaginably hyped i think the season is just super hyped uh everyone's talking about it um all the manga readers are like hold just hold for the season it's gonna be good so the, the hype is real the hype is real for it and i can't wait for it to start yeah, and we did a poll on our YouTube channel really quickly too, just to kind of see the hype. And I think most people, like 67%, was like in the let's go kind of hype level are for it already. And I think for those of you that don't know and are just kind of more casual anime fans, October is that to probably be one of the best months of anime ever. So yeah, in years, easily. The fact that with all the things going on right now, that My Hero Academia is still getting so hyped, that's how good season six is set to be. And that's why we are building up the hype and getting so excited for that. But before we kick off our first question, if you do want more My Hero Academia content, go over to youtube.com slash class1a, where we do a bunch of My Hero and Demon Slayer content as well, along with some other anime here and there. Or you go to twitter.com slash class1a pod, stay up to date with everything that we do over there as well. But Dylan, why don't you start us off with the first question we have for season six? So the first question that I think we have going into season six is what's going on with Endeavor's storyline? We spent so much time with him last uh, season. Uh, we're keeping up with the Todorokis, but the question is why? Where, where, where is it going? So we got these threads of uh, Endeavor like struggling with like his family like turmoil and like coming to grips with that. We keep getting shots of like uh, one of his sons that have died in the past. Uh, you know, there's that tension with Todoroki or Shoto. So, like, what's what's going on? And where is it going? Yeah, I, I I agree. It feels so weird that, like, it's come become very clear that, like, we had, like, kind of the big three. We had Deku, Todoroki, and Bakugo. Clearly, like, the future top three heroes and all that kind of stuff. And instead of kind of going down the Bakugo rabbit hole, we've instead gone down the Todoroki rabbit hole instead of on the family side. And I, I think it has to add up to something. Um, could that finally be the downfall of Endeavor, the full redemption slash like rebuilding the relationship with Shoto? Could it be how his son died or what happened there being something more tragic than what we know? I mean, I think it has to go to something. Obviously, he's a number one hero right now, and he is the father of one of the main characters of the entire anime. So yes, mm -hmm. it makes sense that he's involved, but having an entire arc, it literally named the Endeavor Agency arc, and him kind of having a lot more information kind of fleshed out, there has to be something coming up. If it happens right away, I don't know, but we've pretty much been keeping up the total rookies for five seasons <laughs> now. Um, there has to be some payoff for it eventually. And this just feels like a big explosive season coming up. So it makes sense that a lot of things could be happening, but this could happen at the same time. And I feel like a lot of dominoes could kind of fall all at once. And this feels like one of them that's bound to happen. Yeah, and I mean, it always seems like it's pretty centered on Endeavor, because for the longest time, I thought this was going to be, like, what Todoroki's, like, main storyline was going to be. And so, like, it, 
I don't know. It feels like we need to get more of Shoto and like what's going on with him or they need to like let this Endeavor thing kind of like just happen already because like I, I'm in a weird position of where it's like I guess it's a family matter but like you got to choose one. We, we got to choose one and kind of move from it. So yeah, it doesn't feel like we get any moments where it's just Shoto growth anymore. It feels like it's Shoto Endeavor moments now kind of going mm-hmm. forward even if it's not exactly clear but um when endeavor fought the high end i mean obviously that was a very big moment for endeavor but the number of cutbacks to shoto um it was yep. every other fucking scene so i think it kind of goes back and forth between these two which is too bad because shoto is is it was one of my favorite characters in the early anime so the fact that he's kind of been tied in with endeavor i, I kind of hope that that kind of comes to a conclusion one way or the other um and kind of see where that goes because it would be too bad if shoto loses all character development because now they're bringing Endeavor more into the story. So mm-hmm. that's my one concern about it, but something has to happen. I mean, they're, they're, they've spent way too much time on both of the characters for five seasons now, not for it to have a big moment at some point. And I know we're at season six. I mean, I know at least kind of in the manga, like we're getting closer to the end of the show. We still have a lot to go, but some of these lines have to start kind of wrapping up. And I think if we did a mm-hmm. hundred questions going into season five, we get to ask a hundred different questions. So, Things have to get wrapped up, and this feels like one of them. Mm-hmm. But I think kind of going over to the next one, which is obviously the big question of it, is like, what's actually going to happen this season? I mean, I think we started with Endeavor, but like, so we kind of think it's, it's a war. I mean, we see heroes um, from the previews are just built up in hundreds, storming it, tons of fighting. Clearly, this is some kind of war, and we haven't really seen too many full-out fighting arcs. I mean, really, the last one we saw was the Shihaski one, which was kind of not even a war. It was a raid. It was still very controlled in one location. I mean, this is a full-out war. It could be different locations. Um, I think they'll be probably the people that die. I mean, we lost Night Eye last time. And we had a lot of injuries and stuff kind of like that. Um, Miria lost his quirk, too, which is, in terms of being a hero, is kind of a secondary death dead. there as well. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I, I think kind of looking at what is going to happen, and we haven't seen full-fledged combat in My Hero Academia, like what's about to happen. Yeah, and I mean, it just, it opens up the possibility for so much because we know that we're getting to the tipping point of the series of like, we know that it's coming to, the series is coming to end at some point, right? Like we we have like maybe less than half left, uh, like the show, like maybe we have watched more than ever will be made next. Yeah. So like, I don't know. This seems like a really good out to like, I don't want to say like kill a bunch of people, but like you could kill like a whole bunch of people and it makes sense at this point. Uh, and you brought up something um, before we started recording that I thought was super interesting of like, maybe, maybe this is where all my dies. Like maybe this, then maybe that's what happens here. Cause like going off of night eyes vision of he, him seeing um, all my die a very brutal death. Where, where could a brutal death happen anywhere else, but a, a war arc. Right. No, I, 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 I agree, and I think well, a question we're going to be happening, talking about later on the show is, but Deku's starting to get all these quirks, too, and kind of what development impact you could have of, like, the man that was supposed to teach Deku all these new quirks is now gone. So not mm-hmm. only is Deku developing all these new powers, but now his mentor's also gone, and people around him, maybe a classmate or two died, and just kind of seeing what mental impact he could have on Deku, Bakugo, Shoto, a lot of the people that we spend a lot of time with, and kind of see what happens. I mean, I think so far, these students have been pretty unaffected in pretty much one of the most dangerous times of heroes versus villains in the history from what we've kind of seen, uh, going all the way back to when All for One was truly in power. Um, so it, it's crazy that if people did get out of this unscathed, um, I think we could miss, miss out on some character development. But 
I think there could be some really good development for a lot of characters of them witnessing firsthand death, um, or if a class uh, classmate dies, I think that could be huge emotional moments for a lot of people all at once. Okay, no shot a kid dies though. We, you can't kill. A I know kid we've talked about this before. Jump. What if but, they? What if they killed like class one B, like someone that doesn't matter off screen? You know, oh, God, that'd be that, okay. Listen, that would be good, but you can't. You, they don't kill kids at at any point in these. Um, but what I do think this sets up for is it sets up for some interesting like um, pairings that we haven't seen, right? Because like we had the shot like in the trailer of everybody next to each other. Like th this means we can have like heroes that we've never had paired up together paired up. Like this is like the like the ultimate form of that, right? Like you can just ma make up your own like team up mission and then it could just be here, right? Like in, in theory. And a chance to see more top 10 heroes. I mean, a lot of the top 10 heroes we haven't seen in action. Um, we just kind of seen moments like Wash could finally get an appearance and stuff kind of yes, like that. Yes, Wash, Wash. So, and or we're bringing back old characters, uh, Miss Laugh and stuff kind of like that that we haven't seen in a while or other schools. I mean, I think there's a lot of opportunities to just to have a ton of moments here. I think they could have to struggle with having too many characters and too many moments like that. And you lose kind of track of the main people that we really care about. But I think having one episode... uh instead of a recap episode, even after the fighting kind of starts, like have episode two or three, just be a bunch of kind of like callback characters or new characters, just all getting their moment for one episode. Let the other 25 be about class one A and all that kind of stuff. But just one episode of really cool moments with other characters. I think that'd be great. But um, I, this is definitely going to be a different season than we ever have. There's usually always downtime in um, My Hero. There's always those downtime arcs. But mm -hmm. from what this season's setting up to be, it's probably going to be fighting for 22 straight episodes and then a couple kind of ending episodes at the end that'll be a little slower. I mean, that's going to be completely different than what we're used to. I'm so excited to see how that turns out. Yeah, but you forgot that the first episode has to be like an episode where they have a volleyball tournament and have a that bunch it of wasn't. I, I hate, hey, I am not going to hold my hopes up until we see it, okay? I agree. All I'm going to say is some random OVA dude is going to come in and be like, Deku, you have to give your don't life story. Don't bring back Mr. Smiley. No, <laughs> don't bring back Mr. Smiley from the OVA. He sucks. Have him be a hero now. Have him be on the, the hero side. Just make a big thing. <laughs> but. All right, on to the next one. So obviously the main villain of the war. Dylan, what's what we got there? Yeah, so Shigaraki. So the last time we left off of Shigaraki, he shows up to the hospital and he's like, "Hey, doctor, give me, give me the juice, give me the goods already." Um, what does that mean? Because uh, in the trailer, we see him in a bunch of this water, like that, like the DBZ tank, and he just has like a sick visor on. What, what <laughs> what's going on? Like, is he getting like robot parts, or like, like is he like physically like being like changed? Like what? What's going on with him? And like, is is this like the big bad of the end of the war, right? Like if he's if he's going through this change, does that mean like end of the war, he is like, uh, I don't know, he gets his super, super Shigaraki stuff and then fights everyone? Like, is that why we have everyone together? Um, so I, I want to know what's going on with him. I think this is finally going to be the first phase of him turning into all for one. I mean, obviously that's what it's been set up. We had one for all and all for one at the start of the show. We had All Might... And we had, I mean, then we had Deku and Shigaraki, and they've clearly been the rivals the first time. I don't think this is the full pumping, but I think maybe the doctor is able to take work stored out of all the no moves and throw them into him and, and kind of seeing how he does with a first batch of, instead of one quirk that he has now, oh, he now has 30 quirks. A lot of them will be power dampening and stuff kind of like that, but 
kind of that first step because I think that's kind of what has been foreshadowed for a lot of the season show is that all for one's in really bad shape. He's never going to get back to his peak. So he has to hand this down to someone else. And Shigaraki's kind of been that idea. So I think it'll be that maybe they could do some kind of Nomu kind of experimentation on it, but we see that it looks mostly normal. He's in the tank, but there is kind of moments of him fighting and freaking out in his normal looking form. So it doesn't look like anything outside changes, which means something inside has to change. What, what if this, okay. What if the end then is Shigaraki beating all the heroes? Like what, what if that like where it, that is like where it goes of like, he, he, he emerges from the tank as super Shigaraki and the heroes just like kind of lose and they have to like go into hiding. Like that could be sick, right? I mean, I, I think it's possible. I mean, all might struggle with all for one at his peak. So if this is something close to that, that I don't think Deku's anywhere near his peak. Um, and obviously we've seen that this endeavor and the like of that is nowhere close. So if this is 50%, if 50% of what all for one is, I think that's a very possible likelihood. And that would be incredibly cool and a complete change to the series. That's always been based on the hero. Yeah, I know. I, I think it'd be really cool. Like I can imagine the ending, like they show up or whatever. Um, they're about to win the war. Shigaraki emerges. Maybe this is where All Might steps forward. Maybe this is All Might's gr br brutal, gruesome death as he steps in front, like, you know, kind of like holds Shigaraki back with, the, I don't know, whatever frail like spark of all, all for one that he has left. And he lets everyone else escape, but he's the one that dies and they lose and they have to go into hiding. Like I, I like I could see that arc there already from all the pieces that we've been talking about. Yeah, I think you'd have to be a lot more careful with that. Um, because like if the heroes lose and if All Might's the only one that dies, it kind of seems like eh. I mean you can kill you can kill more than just All Might here though. Yeah. I think you just have to kind of do that a lot more carefully. If that's how it's gonna go. I think it could set up incredibly well but I feel like the balance and how you set it up has to be done right. Cause obviously people come here to watch the heroes. A lot of people love the villains, but people come to my hero cause they like the heroes for the most part. So having them lose and all that um, has to be done in the kind of the right way. Otherwise it could just get people upset. Like, Oh, this is cheap Shigaraki's just now all of a sudden the most powerful villain ever. Like this is bullshit. So you just kind of have to be careful with that kind of balance. Good. I want, I want Horkoshi to make people upset. He doesn't make people upset enough. <laughs> Oh yeah, he never makes people upset at all. I, I wouldn't imagine <laughs> that, but all right. So we've talked about the good, we've talked about kind of the bad. So the next character I want to talk about in our question is Hawks. Is he good or bad? Like, I think this is definitely going to be arc where it's found out. Season five, we've gone back and forth. Well, he's helping Endeavor figure out about the paranormal liberal arc, but he's also meeting Dobby and he might've killed best genus. Like, we don't really know where it is. We see him a lot in the previews fighting, but we don't know exactly which side he's fighting. So I think this is a big question of one, what side is Hawks on? And two, did he really kill Genus? Like he could still be a good guy, but had to commit to the bit so bad that he did kill Genus. Like he's definitely seems like one of those great characters where both could be true with him being good and killing Genus, unfortunately. Yeah, I think like it, it just screams like he's, I don't think he's purely bad. Like, I think from what we've seen, like, if he was purely bad, like, there would have to be some real crazy behind-the-scenes reveals to happen to make everything make sense. But I think at best, he's, like, good, but willing to do bad things for, like, the greater good, right? To, to build the future that he was talking about of, like, a world of where, like, you don't have to worry about any of that kind of stuff, where heroes are bored because they're never saving the day. I could see him just being like, well, had to kill Genus to make that happen. Like, I, I, could, I could see that. So, like, I don't know. Yeah, and again, the repercussions that I could have on Hawks 
those around him, the hero society as a whole. Like, even if they do win, it could be that. And again, I don't think there is has to be a ton of things in the back end that makes sense. I mean, what I'm mean, the really big thing we saw in season five of him helping out the heroes, obviously, was giving them information on the paranormal liberal army and kind of that notebook and stuff like that. What if it's all just a trap? What if Hawk's literally just setting him into a trap and he is actually bad? Like, I don't think we can completely take it out because we did kind of see more bad than good in season five. So I don't want to just completely take it out because it could be a trap from the beginning and then they have to backtrack and try to get away the entire season instead of them fighting in a war. They're fighting for survival on their way back to kind of regroup. It could be a situation. So something you said actually like really intrigued me about the idea of like like the ramifications of Hawks like possibly being like doing bad things. Cause like I that might even set up for like what what's next. Cause like say they do this war and they win, like they they beat all the villains. Maybe the next like evolution of this struggle is like the um struggle against hero society. I mean, we I constantly talk about this. I I it's the theme. It's the theme of the show that no one talks about of like how hero societies corrupt and what else shines a light on that more than if Hawks is actually killing heroes to do the bidding of the hero um what, public what is, safety commission. Yeah, the public safety commission, right? Like if that's true, like that that sets up for like the the spotlight on the corruption so 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 well. Like it, I don't know, like it it's it fits almost too well. Can we agree that at the end of this season, the world will not be the same as when it started? No. I think there are enough not. threads that it doesn't matter which one happens. I mean, with all three characters we talked about, four characters we talked about so far right now, All Might Dying changes a lot. Endeavor falling or having some reveal about his past could change a lot. Hawks killing Genus changes a lot. Super Shiggy defeating the heroes changes a lot. Like, no matter what it is, like you said, this feels like the peak and a boiling point for the entire anime. And no matter what happens in this arc, the rest of the show will be different because of it, which gets me even more excited for it because we've never really had that. All Might yeah. leaving obviously was a bit of a boiling point and a turning point because not everyone else had to step up, but that didn't feel the same as what this season feels like. Now, I do feel like I have one more question okay. that could change everything. Are you ready for this hot, hot question? Sure. I want, I want all the listeners and viewers just to, to temper, temper yourselves because this is going to be a big one. What is Deku's next quirk? What's his next quirk? He's, he he, he gave new quirks, right? What, what's coming up next? God only knows. I mean, if, if you would have told me that Black Whip would have been like the first one, like usually you want to think it's something that kind of complements the skill set or kind of adds on to it. And I think Deku will find a way to kind of add on to it as you already kind of saw in season five. But like, it could be anything. With the, seeing how wild of a quirk that is and how good Horikoshi is that they're just making shit up. It could literally be the, I don't even know, the ability to recreate the sun and melt people. Like, that's how wild the quirk could be right now. Um, So I'm excited to see what it is. I think in a time of extreme stress, I think there could be more than one this season. We saw Black Whip become uncontrollable in a controlled battle sequence. So now you have an uncontrolled battle. I could see two or three kind of popping out. And then, again changing the whole world, the ramifications for Deku after this all of how to manage and deal with four or five quirks now instead of two or three. I think that's a much bigger jump and harder to deal with. I, I have a question for you. Um, what are the odds that one of them is just useless? <laughs> like, like, no, but like, think about it. Like, there's a ton of quirks in the society that just like, 
kind of are like nothing like are almost useless now i obviously i think the spin is is like he has a useless quirk but he figures out how to have a use for it maybe but like still like what if he gets something that is like pretty mundane yeah i i think that would be funny and obviously we've seen like previous predecessors don't really care too much at least the last couple about the quirk being received because all might was quirkless deku was quirkless that's two less quirks that they would have in the system let's say otherwise but also we do know that this is a stockpiling quirk um so a simple quirk could be a lot stronger i i think if i remember right that i think the black whip oh um kind of holder said that like his black whip was almost stronger or as strong as um the original holder's power already so i think quirks can be stronger than here is so maybe like his mom's levitation quirk that deku has with three mom, it's only a small object, but with all for one could be lifting cars and medium sized buildings. Like, you know mm. what I mean? I think it could be useless and then actually be stronger with all for one. Yeah, that's what? basically it- what his punches are. It's just like the stockpiling of seven people's strength, I'm pretty sure, because it's not a real quirk. It's just part of one for all. What would happen if he got one of the, um, the, the mutation quirks? How does that I get supercharged? Does it become I think a super, they w- like like what if he was a cat, right? Like the uh the one detective, like would it be a super cat? A super cat. I don't think that's I don't like to say no, but I think corks are more of kind of a mental block than a physical block. It's kind of like unleashing the chakras instead of like holding back a transformation. So I don't think we'll see a super cat, but I could be wrong and they could find a way to make it work, but that seems a little extreme. Super cat Deku, let's go. I mean, if that would be, that would be something. I mean, he wouldn't have to worry about his costume anymore then, really. He just can go around as a cat. Yeah, I mean, you put some cat ears on him. You're you're playing up to all the fan bases there. Easy. Easy. Wait, why would you, if he's super cat, why do you have to put cat ears on him? Well, no, he has cat ears, is what I'm saying. Oh, fair. But yeah, I, I think I'm super excited. I think this is the, definitely the hardest question to really answer and talk about. Um. I think it's definitely going to come. I think it has to. If we have to see one in season five, I'd be amazed if we didn't get one or maybe two every season kind of going forward now that it's been opened. Um, and just kind of seeing what they are and, and predicting. But uh, I hope they're cool. I mean, I guess we do know one of them. And we do know what All Might's predecessor's quirk was. So that's at one point we could get that. Um, but we know none of the other quirks. Mm-hmm. So it'll be curious to kind of see what it is from there. But I'm excited. Season six going to be phenomenal. Um, you got anything else any other questions any other honorable mentions uh no i i don't think so i think um the only honorable mention question is are we getting more bakugo give me more more bakugo i know but i want more bakugo already no no more bakugo is gone from the show now he's actually not going to be in season six he had a strike with the animation team and they just decided to remove him instead he was too problematic um the fan base would not let that slide. No, they would not. They will not let us continuing to say whatever we're saying right now slide either. So we're going to wrap up the show right now. Thank you all so much for listening to our five big questions anime fans have for season six. If you have any other questions or things that we didn't cover, drop down in the comments below. We're always loving to talk My Hero Academia. So if you have questions and things you want to talk about, drop it or hit us up on Twitter too as well. We always respond back over there, but thank you all so much for listening and we'll see you all next week with what's going on next week, Dylan. We have the big recap of season five, right? Yes, sir. Can't wait. 
been a long time since I watched season five, so excited to talk through that. But see you all then.